Attention bobsled riders, you will soon be embarking on a thrilling podcast down the icy slopes of the Matterhorn, so please remain seated keeping your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the bobsled at all times. Auf Wiedersehen! Hello yodelers, we are the Matterhorn Yodelers, I'm your host today, Bob Paycheck, JPEG! Uh, go away, Paycheck! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, we're back again. Yes, my name's Peter. I'm with my co-host... Jackie. And... I'm last. You're last. Whoa. (laughs) Chiefin. You're special. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) And today, we're going to do a little bit of kind of a history slash imaginative. We're going to go be uh, Imagineers today and so uh yeah we're gonna have fun so today we're gonna be talking about uh at least three attractions that were designed for a disney theme park but were never built and then we'll have a fun twist where we're going to kind of make it work into a theme park today so let's start things off with yodeler jackie here what what attraction did you pick and tell us tell us more about it so I chose the project. It was called Quest for the Unicorn. What? That's 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 from that movie, the 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 Great Mouse Unicorn movie, right? No, no, no. no it doesn't come from a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this idea was gonna go in originally in Animal Kingdom Park. In the what was the land? The fantasy, the, uh, um, beastal, the beastly kingdom, beastly kingdom. The one where everyone's all like, "Why is there a dragon?" Yeah, why is there a dragon yeah. on the logo when there's no dragons at all? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, this project never happened due to budget cuts. What? This is gonna be animals. a con- this is gonna be a common theme of yeah. the day. <laughs> budget cuts were pretty common when they realized the pricings of the. The ideas are like, uh, no, we're not doing this. But this idea was really cool. Um, so a lot of the information I got, it was from Maggie Parr. She was an artist on this project from 1993 to 1994. So, I mean, you work on a year on this project, and then you, it gets slashed. It's sad. That's hard. That's really hard. Yeah, that would be one of the hardest things about being an Imagineer. It's all like, yes, you're tasked to do work on this new attraction, and so you spend hours building models and art pieces and, mm-hmm. like, designing where utility closets are gonna and go and then you're getting so excited for this project and then it gets cut but i think that's just kind of the reality of imagining. i think it's part of the business especially yeah. if, like you're in animation right i heard like i heard when i went on a panel at d23 like where they talk i think i've said this before where they were talking about brave and pixar was supposed to be set in snow so they spent like two and a half years doing snow right. and they're like they came here like no longer snow. We're going to do grass. And they were like, you just see the guy throw his papers like, I can't do this anymore. And, but they, they say, but the lesson learned is that learning period helped make Frozen. Right. right. And so it may not be a complete wash. And so we kind of help like, yeah, this may not go somewhere where I think it's going, but it could end up somewhere 
better. And, yeah. and the thing is, that that's always kind of like the history of any attractions that um, were designed and were never built. They eventually find their way into circulation later on. Like one example that I, I know of is, you know, Walt Disney wanted this horse riding uh, attraction for Frontierland. Oh, that's a horrible idea. After um, like let's yeah. reading that law book, right? Well, <laughs> well the thing is, animals. It was going to be a situation where you sit on like you know a fake horse, and then you're kind of riding at a screen. Oh, okay. And eventually, that turned into Star Tours. Turns into Soren. So like these idea Avatar. So like these ideas don't ever really die, they just kind of manifest into something else later on. Yeah, there's new life, new inspiration off of these. I'm sure Imagineers know all of these abandoned projects and have it in the back of their head for Oh yeah, they, they, they don't they don't throw anything away. I'm still waiting for the anti-gravity room that was supposed to be at Mission Space. Oh yes. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this would have been an amazing <laughs> ride. You're so like floating. Cool. Like, whoa. And I was like, boy, Imagineers were reaching for that one. Yes. <laughs> Lawyers go, no. <laughs> How are you going to do it? I know it doesn't matter. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, so, and it's funny because I looked at Maggie Parr's, like, LinkedIn, and she was only Imagineer for four years, and then she became just, like, an artist, like, a, with the Walt Disney Company, so... Um, it may have not been her cup of tea, but <laughs> at first, so. But basically, this attraction was more of like a a, a maze walkthrough, where you go through different mazes to find the unicorn. Uh, so there's no like actual ride vehicle attraction, but uh, the maze was divided into like four main sections. Um, so there were, like, three outdoor areas, uh, ruled by different mythological, uh, characters. And then, uh, a castle at the end, and that's where the unicorn lived. Uh, so each of the, um, sections of the maze were, like, different style of the maze. So, like, the first style was, like, very, like, sharp corners, edges, shape, like, squares, and, like, very like sharp I don't know yeah, perpendicular yeah. linear directions yes and then the second section was more of like swirls and like um, um, like a fantasy kind of vibe and throughout the you don't dream of straight lines in your fantasy <laughs> it was more like Alice in Wonderland that's where she said she got a lot of like inspiration from like the Paris park um, but so throughout the uh, maze were going to be these like statues or um, uh, gargoyles in the that were like animatronics that you could interact with or like helped you lead going through the the maze which the idea sounds really cool so and then there were like some gargoyles that were like try to trick you or you know spit water at you or yeah because that'll go well guests love the spitting camels <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that's our favorite hey there's someone controlling that no no there's no. not you no. just sit in this. You just got hit in, in the one spot where everyone gets hit. <laughs> you notice yeah. that there was water there before. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, they would. They said like they would play tricks, held confusing signs, or shot jets of water at unexpected guests. Sounds fun. It does sound fun. Um, the it's just like hiding in a bush, just like just. <laughs> <laughs> oh! It's in my eye. <laughs> um. So when you get through all of the mazes, the final one is like you face these like statues before you go into the area where the unicorn is and you like have to press on certain tiles to make like the the statues do certain things and then you're able to eventually go into the this kind of cave-like room where like there's like water like running like waterfall water and then in the island there's like an island where there's a animatronic um unicorn it's charlie yeah every time you're like like there's the candy mountain like ride yes and And one of the roadblock was they wanted to speak but they're like well how do we make it speak without it being like Super cheesy. Have rainbows come out of its <laughs> mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. So basically, they said they were going to put speakers all around you, so it felt like it was talking to you like... Uh, oh, like so I feel like I'm hypo- crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Telepathy. Yeah. Telepathy. Yeah. Yeah. Telepathically, yeah. And I want the, the most beautiful looking unicorn to be like, Hey, I'm Frank. Hi, <laughs> 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 oh, you found me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an un, unexciting crush. Talk. <laughs> He's got a cigar in his mouth. Hey guys, welcome to my lair. TV's right there. It's you can so, help yourself. To He's the got fridge. like a beer guy. <laughs> it definitely like this idea could be like really cool, but it also could be very wrong. Like take right. a it's, wrong turn. Yeah, it's one of those like, is it really worth the risk to put this in a park? <laughs> Um, they say a lot of the roadblocks was, of course, the unicorn uh, speaking, so they wanted telepathically. Um, but then... (laughs) Here we go, guys, here we go. He's in your head. The unicorn. You hear the kids like, I went to Disney World and there was a unicorn in my head talking to me. They told me to go get him. Get Mickey bars. Okay. All right. My This kid needs medication. I am not a churl. For some reason, I want a churl. Um, they also said, like, uh, the plant would be, uh, like, the agricultural and the, uh, maintaining the plants would be difficult. Yes, um, I would imagine so. Because it would be mostly all plants unless you were to do, like, fake trees, which probably wouldn't look that great. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like, having the, all the paths meet ADA with requirements. Um, so, of course, the line, the, it got slashed, the idea, and, I mean, I can understand why. Well, the whole land got slashed. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think they even built, they had, they were, from my understanding, they had built, uh, infrastructure, so, like, there was this ride that was. There's an electrical outlet ready. (laughs) So. (laughs) All right, plug it in, guys. It's mobile. Well, like, literally, like, they had built this ride. So, like, there was a boat ride when the park first opened. 
uh, and that was going to be part of Beastly Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually built like you know like flamethrower rocks and things like that. Like flames would fly out of rocks and things like that to like you know. When did the rocks get flamethrowers? <laughs> right. It's like I feel like it's been like they fly now. <laughs> right, exactly. And so like, and that was part of the whole land, and it was actually built. But then before it opened, they're like, nope, turn it off, and it was never used. So there's like the troll. Where was frozen the that area gonna be? Was it? I think it's over where Pandora is now. Oh, okay. I figured they would have filled it in there. Yeah. Um, there are some, like, cool parts. I really enjoyed, like, the maze part of it. Obviously, in Disneyland Paris, it's a popular walkthrough, I would it say. Um, and having, I love the idea of, like, interactive, um, animatronics that are, like, statues. There was, like, talk of, like, a phoenix that, like, rises and, like... You just have to wave your magic band <laughs> oh. and look like a crazy person. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't need to talk about the new magic bands. <laughs> um, but, uh, they're... Now, how it would work in today's time... Space this is, is so critical. Space is now. really difficult with this. And, and I think part of it for this idea to actually work, you would need some sort of e-ticket attraction what attached you to it. subterranean with it. And underground. 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 Isn't it like, there's something like that at, at Paris Disney where they have a, a cavern. Yeah. It's, it's not underground, but it, it gives the feeling of it, but... I'm fascinated with just subterranean, and I think it would be really cool. Like, if, well, I can't go up. Might as well go down. Right. That would be the last place I'd want to be at in Disneyland. <laughs> in Disneyland? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You can't do it at Disney World. You'd be underwater. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they have, a, like, a tube system where they do, like, a tube, and then they put the cavern I in I don't there. want to be stuck in a tube at Disney World. But, uh... They don't like the tunnel system and how they smell? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um... But, so there's a few different ideas I had with how to make it kind of relevant for today. And one of the ideas was, like, you know, if they were to do a Indiana Jones land, I feel like this could be a fun, like, uh, ride uh, queue with a maze. You're going on a quest, like, you're going to look for an artifact, so you have to go through these different mazes and the uh, different like statues and different quests. And then when you get through the, the maze, which is the line queue, you actually get on the ride um, to get the certain artifacts. So it may not be an actual unicorn. Um, so there are books about the unicorn horn for Indiana Jones. Oh, really? And yeah, it allows... I forgot what, the, like, the power... Or it was used to go to another dimension. And, like, you could tell the writer, like, you got one last book, and this guy went all in on it. It was like, this is a trip. What's going on here? So, so that would be kind of fun to incorporate that story. And at the end, to get you out of the maze, they, they you, you get chased out by a giant boulder. Yeah. <laughs> now, you found the object! Run! <laughs> <laughs> Um, but another idea I had was not so much in the park, 
but more of, I know Disney has been going more towards these um, all-inclusive resorts, like Alani, the Space, uh, what's it called? The Star Wars Hotel. The Star Cruiser. The Star Cruiser. I don't know. It's so probably out of price. I might as well just not even know what it even yeah. exists. That's how I look at it. The Star Cruiser, and they have all other like inclusive resorts, and I thought, well, this is a perfect idea of... An activity you could do at a resort without an attraction attached to it. Of or kind maybe of, like a cruise-like destination location. Yeah, absolutely. Of kind of like a fantasy, mythological kind of area where you can go and explore um, as a part of your stay. And with the same ideas where you go on different qu- uh, like quests and like scavenger hunt kind of um activities through these mazes and interact with different um um like headstones or um like gargoyles and such um and then you get like different objectives just like on the star cruiser where there's different like tasks and like uh like assignments that you can do on the Star Cruiser when you're on the ship. So, I thought that could be a fun way to do at, like, a resort. Like, if you were to do, like, say, like, a Beauty and the Beast-style resort. That's true. Yeah. That's kind of, like, what resorts are doing. Yeah. They stayed at that that one lodge that had that for the birthday with the family. Oh, the Wolf Lodge. The Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah, Yeah, that was cool. So I think that I think that's kind of the future of Disney outside of the park. At least that's what they're trying to make it. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, they are making money off of it. We'll see for how long. That's the question. That's the question for everybody. <laughs> how long are you going to be able to maintain this? So, yeah. No. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing. All right, Jafith. Give us your attraction. I don't have no idea what you're No attraction. one knows no one what knows. it is. Nope. And Jackie, you had a great segue. Indiana Jones Land. <laughs> <laughs> the ride that oh, never happened. Indiana this, Jones yes. and the Lost Expedition. This, ah. this podcast is supporting Indiana Jones Land. I love Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Tony Baxter idea. Yeah. And a lot of it did get... Uh, like. It got chunked out to yes. different parks, and it's not, it never got fully put right. together. But it was, was going to make Adventureland really cool. Yes. And so I'm not like, going to lie. It, it would have been cool. If they were able to encompass the entire vision of this land, that would have been awesome. It would have been cool. And that's why I was all like, yes, the rides are around, but and the rides are, are, are good, but, like, to put them all together with what we're going to talk about, it would have been, like, that would have been awesome. As opposed right. to, like, like let's talk about what's it. And so this was supposed to take over Adventureland. What's an Adventureland? You have Tiki Room. At Disneyland? At Disneyland, yeah. Okay. You have Tiki Room. You have Aladdin's old restaurant that from the 90s. Right. It's now, now uh, meet and greet. No. It's, it's like the Tiki it's Room. A, it's a Tiki, like, restaurant kind okay, of Okay, so thing. you got, like, a little, like, lounge area. And then you have Jungle Cruise. And then you have Indiana Jones, and then you have the, the Treehouse. Tree yes. And then you also have the Bazaar and the Bengal Tiger, right? Right. That's, that's Adventureland. Fairly small, 
but I mean, when you go to Adventure Land, it's just for a Dole Whip or Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones and, and to be Cruise. disappointed that it's down <laughs> yeah. and then you're going to go to Jungle Cruise and it's like, oh my gosh, 50 minutes for this. <laughs> and then spend $8 for uh, three meats on a skewer. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's all good. It's so good, though. <laughs> a lot of people get Zulu. pickles, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just keep that in your mind, you know, and we're going to go on. So, like I said, the Indiana Jones and the Lost Expedition... Um, for those who don't know who Indiana Jones is, it's a George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars, um, character-inspired ride based off the movies Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is a linguistic archaeologist adventure hero who saves um, archaeological artifacts from evils, such as the Ark of the Covenant, the Cup of Christ from the Nazis, uh, Crystal Skull from the Communists, and... Uh, we hear stones of Shivlinga uh, from a heart-ripping thuggy cultist priest. I was like, oh, that's what they are. They're thuggy. You know, I can see why, you know, Disney was playing with this thought. You know, these 80s movies franchise, or this 80s movie franchise pulled in a billion dollars in three movies in the 80s. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. And so, movie tickets were probably like three bucks or something like that. Right. Three, I remember bucks. going to see Spider Man, like the first one, and I paid like four twenty five. Right. Or the Mummy or something like that, and I'm yeah. all like, "Boy, it's a lot of money now. It's like fourteen dollars." <laughs> yeah. And like, can I? What can I get for four dollars? You could smell the popcorn from there and get out alive. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is like, so why wouldn't Disney like look to incorporate another George Lucas franchise after you know Star Tours? Um, and the success of that. And we're under the time. And so when this is considered, it's under the time of Michael Eisner. Well, guess who gave the green light for, for Indiana Jones when nobody else wanted to? Because George Lucas was famous for going over budget. And, um, you know, probably put stress on the company. Like, are we going to be able to do this? Right. And so uh it was michael eisner at paramount pictures he was the ceo there before he became the ceo of disney and so i'm sure he was like oh cool indiana jones solidify you know my you know my good decision to you know my gift to the world indiana jones i mean you see it in uh the first time it's in the park is what the stunt Stunt show show. Mm -hmm. you know michael eisner's first park really yeah with uh, MGM Studios, now known as Hollywood Studios, now going to be who knows what, what is it? What are they going to call it? Marvel, IP Pixar, land, yeah. I don't know. yeah. <laughs> Let's make lots of money, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know they, you know, the Imagineers, they have this this concept called blue sky thinking, right? Yes, which mm-hmm. is shoot for the moon, anything goes, no money, space, and so. This idea came out where uh, they planned an Indiana Jones, you know, takeover of Adventureland. And the way it works is it would incorporate, uh, it would incorporate like a cavern. And you would walk in and you'd have the choice of two different rides to go on to for Indiana Jones. Jungle Cruise would still remain... And then the train would still go through. I don't think the Tiki Room would have been included in getting rid of Probably not. Probably not. You know, yeah. it's in the inside and it's it's away from the guts of Adventureland. Adventure Land. Yeah. 
So you go into this cavern, and so you have two choices. The first would be the ride that's currently at Disneyland for yep. the most part. Um, guests would go to one motor pool and help Indiana Jones in his quest of the Golden Shrine, encountering his most thrilling adventures like the rolling ball booby trap. You know, it, we, we've got that. So you're like, what's new? You know, like, but it would have been incorporated in a larger oh, yeah. ride area where you'd have the second one, the one that every kid before Indiana Jones ride came out was like, why isn't there a roller coaster? This like you watch Temple of Doom yeah. and you see the minecart mine race and you're like, this would be an amazing ride. And it could have been. It was closer than you think. Right. And so now when you watch Temple of Doom watch Temple of Doom, you're like, you could imagine like what you know, it was close to happening at Disneyland. Because what would happen was um, you would hike up the top of a hill, which I was like, hike up a hill? Have you seen the ECB people? This <laughs> <laughs> is like, they have they struggled. They would just go dead halfway the hill. <laughs> <laughs> we would have ECB lifts, you know. Right. Just like a chain you hook them on. <laughs> just go They're like winched up there. <laughs> oh, sorry, people. It's just for those who've worked in the parks know that ECVs are just the They're worst awful. thing. My grandma hasn't driven in 15 years, so we put her in an ECV <laughs> yeah. and gave her like you know Southeast Asia style driving. No rules, chaos. <laughs> exactly, and it's just nuts. Like so. Uh, I apologize to those who are ECV drivers, but it's, it, you guys make it really hard to... The unexperienced ones. Yes. If you're good, that's fine. If you're good, you're good. Courteous, yes. But grandma that has can't see anything, <laughs> legally cannot drive. Yes. Yeah. I, I've, seen, yeah I've seen many broken legs. And, I, I and was run over. Mm-hmm. I had a friend actually have his leg broken. Right. In his college program, and he had to glue Duffy sticks for the remainder of his... His college program. <laughs> What'd you do? You like I glued a teddy bear, <laughs> broke my leg, and glued sticks to a teddy bear. And, uh, every uh, time I look at a S R A M, it's gone. It's gone. It's All right. gone. So Alex, I salute you for <laughs> you know enduring that Duffy gluing stick period. Um, he actually went on to go work at Disneyland afterwards. Oh, okay. So there was a happy ending there. Yeah, I've heard it's better to work at Disneyland. He was, yeah, he liked it. Um, so yeah, you would go up to the top and you would go in the loading area and you get in your mine cart and we've all, you know, we've been to Disney World and we've experienced that mine cart experience and that would be kind of fun just to be yeah. in a single one etching through, going around a volcano, tube area. Yeah. It, it just you know to be part of a larger ride because the indiana jones ride that's currently there it would be incorporating you would be intermingling with different rides and when i say that you would also have the jungle cruise mm-hmm. boating through the cavern and then you would also have the railroad train the, the main overhead disneyland main disneyland tra- yep. going through and it's like how cool would that be you get fully immersed into an indiana jones adventure Trains, boats, minecarts, and cars. You know, all you need is John Candy to show up and like drive right. you up the wall. You know, like so. It's just I, for me, I'm like a huge Indiana Jones fan, but just I think that would be part of the the Walt experience of just that fully immersive 
land experience. And there's, I can't think of it any better character for adventure than Indiana Jones. And unfortunately, um, they had to compete with Splash Mountain and space space is always like not space mount but space and money is always right because yeah. you think of like what they had to do for the current indiana jones where they're like well there's no space for this so we're gonna put this in the parking lot eeyore and we're gonna make the guests hike half a mile <laughs> right yeah. you never think about how far you're actually you, walking, you are walking far. Far. <laughs> but the queue is great so and that's where they found their success is like how do we do this well, we need to make this a good queue and because of that we got better cues than, you know, what you get at Fantasyland or something like. Um, so we also, you know, the Indiana Jones ride did get, you know, uh, what is it, the Forbidden Eye? Is that the yes. name of the ride? We did get that. It's a great ride. It's yeah. a favorite of a lot of people. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's a top-tier ride. And it's really the last edition before Star Wars for Disneyland. Yes. Yeah. It was. You know, we went through a 20-year period of no new rides. Really. I think that there was... Uh, well, we did get Buzz Lightyear. We got Buzz Lightyear. I think yeah. that was yeah. it. That was it. We got Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yeah. And some new meet and greets, but as far as attractions, yeah. That was, that was you know, they were taking away things more than they were giving. Uh, and and then the minecart ride was incorporated to a degree at uh, in Paris um, with the Temple of Peril. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, incorporated to a degree. I didn't even know um, I've been on it, and um, it's just it would have been better in a cavern with what it is. It's like your typical like carnival roller coaster ride, and that's what it was. It was a it was a cheap build it was it was a carbon copy coaster that they bought from another company and then they just put some theming on it and that's mm-hmm. all they did with it mm-hmm. yeah, you never get the sense of like this is an indiana jones ride right. you don't right. feel like they could have called it indiana james and i wouldn't have like i would have been like oh cool there's this guy like indiana jones but it's indiana james <laughs> it's the knockoff it makes the sense <laughs> um so that's that's what I've got for the Indiana. I, I love Indiana Jones. I I think it was really cool to stumble upon, you know, what we were all wanting was that mine cart. You know, it would be so cool if they even had like a dummy track of the bad guys following you, kind of shoot at you, yeah, and, yeah. and you get to shoot back at them. You know, and at the end, one of you guys had to jump out and break. Oh yes, <laughs> and then dance around. You're in control of your own brain. <laughs> Or have an animatronic of Indiana Jones. He comes in there and he like talks to you. That would be cool. That's kind of my yeah. thought. Uh, could it be incorporated in the park? I don't think so. With um, with California Adventure being there, I mean the roller coaster. You would have to eat away at a lot of, Blades. or incorporate a lot of of Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise takes a lot of it space, does. and yeah. so you could do it. Incorporate more of it. Just have. Less Come on, what do you think about that? Get rid of Jungle Cruise, huh? Oh. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. just nah. <laughs> portions of it. I mean, you go through that temple scene, and you're just like, "All right, we're on the boat." Like, end oh, of at, this. in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that temple. Uh, you're just, just going through. You're like, all right. And then he tells like, 
dark jokes. Anyone want to hear a dark joke? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish they would bring more Indiana Jones, especially with the Disney Plus. I know a movie's going to be coming out. Yes, and if you all go see the movie, there might be a good chance there might be more inclusion in the parks. I would love, like, a reboot of Young Indiana Jones. I don't know. I, I've watched Young Indiana Jones, and... I thought they did a great job teaching history. I think the show achieved that goal, except there are just some boring episodes in there. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. It feeds in, like, remember the scene where Indiana Jones bumps into Hitler at a parade? You know, and you're like, they really play on that thought of not bumping into Hitler, but bumping into other historical figures accidentally. You right. Know? So, you know, Picasso, he makes friends with him and, and you know, fights... Hemingway to, for the love of an Italian heiress, you know, it just that was kind of fun and like it's like the Forrest Gump of like bumping into famous right. people or um, I just don't know if it mm-hmm. catched the uh, audience the, the audience because they actually had like six different locations they were gonna go to uh, with Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, if you want more Indiana Jones, you have to invest in it. Yep. Don't do what Star Wars did with Solo, where they like poo pooed on it, and they're like, "Really? Okay, we're getting rid of everything." And like, <laughs> yeah. no! and like, yeah, that's what you hear, Mark. Like, that's it, boss. No. Right. <laughs> exactly. We want more. <laughs> so all the Disney fans know, like, okay, play nice with Disney. <laughs> it was great, guys. <laughs> and we got on YouTube. Sucked. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well thank you. So I'm gonna I've got mine. And so picture this. We've got Indiana Jones No, I'm joking. <laughs> Peter's like, you stole mine. You stole my idea and I told you what it was. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> no, so I have one I picked one. Uh it's called Bald Mountain. Hey, you know what? I'm in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Just chill here, alright? And so yes, it's 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 like a is it it's like, like pirate, a giant bald man. It's, no, no, no. What is it? It's like a museum of famous bald people. You go through. It's an educational attraction. No, paycheck balls. Yeah, paycheck. Okay. Who do you think's funding this thing? <laughs> I'm Bob Tabak. It's a great idea. I'll be in a big display. <laughs> uh, so no, so Bald Mountain references the Fantasia short uh, night on Bald Mountain. Scary part. Scary, yes. And so the idea behind this came alongside another attraction I'm not going to go too much detail about called Fire Mountain. So this is like after Splash Mountain had come out and people were kind of We need more mountains. That's it. (laughs) We need more mountains. And so they came up with these two new mountains that they were going to build for. a theme park all of mountains. <laughs> Honestly, that's what's be, that that was kind of the plan. They were gonna have one in Adventureland, that was gonna be Fire Mountain, and this was gonna be the Fantasyland uh, mountain. Um, and so yeah, it was gonna be like the mountain. Scare the kids that are like, what's that over there? And like, it just comes out. <laughs> like, oh yes, and we'll get into that. But uh, this was gonna go where uh, Two Thousand Leagues Under the Sea was sitting. Currently, where like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast restaurant. That's kind of where this would have sat uh, as of today. Um, oh, you're, we're in Disney World? Yeah, Disney yeah. World. Okay. This was for Magic Kingdom. Where there's space, yeah. Yes, they had lots <laughs> of space. Um, and so, like, yeah, they wanted to uh, put some, because they knew when they pulled 2,000 Leagues 
Uh, sorry, twenty thousand leagues. I I keep doing that. I keep saying two. It was it was a short it was a short trip. Short trip. Oh, we're done. Twenty thousand leagues. Sorry, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. When they knew when they were going to close that, it was going to cause a lot of fan outrage. And keep in mind, this is like nineties, and so not internet. Craze. Uh, the, the crowd yeah. wasn't right. Yeah, but the, the they mob, knew. But the, they knew the there was mob. enough people that would have been upset at this time when they closed the attraction so this would have been mid 90s and so they came up with this attraction um they weren't sure if this was going to be another flume ride another water ride or if it was going to be a roller coaster or even a combination of both so like, it should have been a lava flume a lava flume oh, oh that's the fire mountain sorry yeah that would have been fire mountain we have like a ghost flume <laughs> dry ice <laughs> and so at the time when they were designing this the movie Hercules had just kind of come out at the time and so they were going to design the boats after the the boat of dead Ooh, boat. creepy and so and then you would be taking Halloween that would be a popular Halloween ride and then that eventually be a popular ride yeah right and then eventually it would like take you through like the den of villains and you would be attacked by several different villains from different uh, movies and things like that where you'll have the climactic scene of the giant Chernobog um, and uh, you know and that would be grand and you kind of get that kind of picture like what, what's going on in Fantasmic with yeah. like the big fight scene with Maleficent the dragon but instead of Maleficent it's a giant Chernobog it would have been really cool to have like a villain ride. A villain ride, yeah. Which is why I picked it, because I think it would be really cool to have a it villain ride. It would be ride. very popular. A lot of people love the villains. I mean, they do villain events at Disney World. For the, Holly- for the Halloween events. The Halloween event, and they have their own separate party. That's true. So, there's a... So we talk about this. It's like this is a really good idea, and you're right. Even Disney was all like, "This is a really good idea," and then we can't do it. The <laughs> idea kept getting bigger and bigger. It was like, "Well, maybe we'll do a villain's land," okay? And then rumors started coming up of a possible villain's park, Ooh. and so it would grow too big too and quickly. And so what happened was, well, we can't. If we're gonna build a villain's park, we can't put this attraction in the Magic Kingdom. We gotta save it. And then the Villains Park never happened, and this attraction got shelved. Oh, what a shame. Oh, victim of its own success. Correct. Oh, bummer. So it's a, it's still a really good idea, and I really hope hey, that they D23 do it. Hey, D23's coming up. Cross your fingers. That's, yes, I'm, you know, Bob J. Beggs here. I'm going to announce 20 projects, and we'll build one of them. I promise. <laughs> Bingo! Let's roll it up. Let's see the lottery. I will build one. But we'll announce 20. But they're all like really all one ball in there. And it's all like, more merchandise. Oh. Julie the merchandise bird. Yes. So that's kind of, there's not too much story behind it. And so it's just kind of fun to talk about the possibilities as to what they would turn, if they were to build it now, what it would look like. And my idea was, yes, it would be a mountain. But this attraction would be all indoors. It would still it would be a water flume ride. Okay. So like there will be water drops and things like that and it's all inside. So picture kind of like almost like a pirates and a splash fountain had a baby. This is what this would be. Okay. Um get drunk pigs. 
drunk pigs. Yeah, except uh, we'll have uh, Pain and Panic, maybe. Without, uh, without the opening sequence, like, this was made during a time that was, you know, with different values that we yeah. have now. That, that would be what you would see at the beginning of the ride. You have to do that for an attraction that's built two years ago. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so I picture the attraction you start off. And you get introduced by Dr. Vasilier. Ooh, yeah, he's perfect at that. You know, and he tells you about his friends on the other side. And so he creates side. a portal, which then takes you into the mountain, Ooh. where you're greeted by none other than Hades. Ooh, that'd be fun. I'm Animatronic? S- I'm sold. Animatronic Hades, where he kind of welcomes you and tells you about... Like, oh, you might find some interesting characters here, but you got to be careful. And so you kind of get taken around, and, like, every scene that you interact with a different villain, uh, something will happen with the attraction. Either, like, your boat will kind of move to the side, maybe, or maybe you'll do, like, a spin mm. in your thing. Like, you'll do, like, a rotation. So, like, each villain will do something special. So, like, you can have Jafar in there. Um, I try to think of ones that, like... Don't already appear in other attractions, so like I didn't put Ursula in yeah. there because she's already in Little Mermaid. But um, I thought of villains. You know, obviously you've got you know the headless horseman. I think having him show up would be cool. Like he'll be like chasing you, and chasing, horse. and then there'll be a pumpkin that comes up chasing right. you. So I like, kind of have like headless horseman scene. You'll have obviously a Maleficent dragon scene. You know, oh, I'm being ambitious this can here. This be scary for kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is a scary attraction, but it's going to be epic. Yeah. You know, that's, I'm making this awesome, okay? And then it's going to end with a big climb up a hill with the Chernabog at the top of the hill. You know, wings flapping with the music going. You got the ghost projection. Oh, the yeah. ghost yeah. projection's going, and the music's blasting. Dun, 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 dun. And like building that suspense, and you drop down, and as you reach the top, and you drop down underneath the turnabout. Then the (laughs) portal opens up again that you saw at the beginning from Dr. Vasilier, and he welcomes you back, and that's how you get out. Oh, I got chills. That's that's, good. And in, in terms of location, you can totally get rid of Little Mermaid in the Beauty Beast section. You can tear that down and put it right there. I don't care. It, this needs to be built. I want a Villain's Mountain. This would be awesome. You could yeah. do, like, Autopia. You know, just get rid of Autopia itself. Like, that's a lot of real estate. Right. You can even yeah. you can even turn Splash Mountain into this for all I Yeah. Care. Honestly, like, I want a Villain's Mountain. I think villains need more attractions than they currently get. I think that's one of the most underutilized set of characters that Disney has. It's true. Disney can make a lot of money if they focus a little bit more on the villains. It's like when they always always say, like, with Haunted Mansion, like, there was ever someone that needed to get more merchandise, and this was, like, in the 2000s. It's got to be the Haunted Mansion, because all you see is, like, oh yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas. I get it. It makes money, and it's timeless with... With teenagers, but it was one of those like. But then, like, sure, like they they heard they they saw the demand for it, and they more merchandise has come out because the fandom grew, and so it's like I think this could roll with the vil- like with fans and villains. They're doing the the parties, and I think 
I think it is time for a ride. I wish they made California Adventure Villains Land. They had Disneyland and then Villains Land right across. That would be so cool. Honestly, Disney World needs as much help. I'm going to be talking about this on a future uh, episode here coming up, but Disney World needs a lot of help right now. Oh, yeah. uh, This attraction would be perfect for Disney World, in my opinion. Disneyland, they've got a lot going on. A lot going for That'd it. That'd be fun. I don't, I don't no one think, has to worry about Disneyland. I, I'm not worried about, no. like, oh, Disneyland needs another big attraction. No, they're good with what they got there. It's like, true. My attraction could easily go in Disney World. Right. A lot easier yeah. than Disneyland. And so, like, and that's what's really cool. Like, like a lot of these old ideas that Disney, the Disney company, the Imagineers have come up with, they're fascinating. And they're amazing. Like, there's so many that we, we didn't even discover. Like, it was Discovery Bay and things like that. Like, there's so many really cool ideas that just never came to be. Um, you know, especially with Epcot. Oh, my goodness. There's, like, 15. Tell us about it, Peter. Tell us how much you oh, love Epcot. <laughs> Epcot, 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 Epcot. Well, I don't know if I would have loved the, the changes that they were going to do to Epcot, but... They had a lot of plans. Oh, for you're, you're, that's right. You're OG. OG, OG Epcot. Yeah. Yes, I'm OG Epcot. I don't know if I want to turn Spaceship Earth into a roller coaster. Um, that's what they were. That's what they were at one point considering doing. Um, but yeah, so and and you can look these up online. There's a there's a lot of great concept art that's been released by Disney or by the people who made the artwork Mm -hmm. for these things even dating all the way back to walt disney's time um there's a lot of original ideas disney walt disney had for disney the original disneyland when it first opened that never came to be a lot of imagineers have retired and they've shared like or their kids have shared like going through their paperwork like what's this and finding models right and they're sharing that information and as we get closer to this next d23 where they're going to make Many announcements. At least we hope. We They'll make announcements as to whether oh, yeah, that's right. come through. Lots of promises. <laughs> yes. Little follow through. Like, yeah. I think I remember. Lots like, of excuses. Like literally, I think I went back and looked at like all the things that were announced at this one D twenty three, and literally only half came to be. The other half got like cut. Like remember the theater that they were going to build on Mary Main Street? Poppins. Yep. What else got cut? I mean. Who knows what's going on with the play pavilion? Oh, yeah. Weren't they going to do, like, 50 <laughs> new things at Disney World and that got cut? Well, yeah. COVID cut that one up in pieces. Yeah. They'll be like, yes, there were 50 gold figurines that we put out <laughs> that's, there. That's, that's what they said. That's, that's what they said. This did. was our plan the whole time. I swear. This was genius. 50 statues. That's all Financially, it's and genius. We, and we'll give you these anything. overpriced magic bands that are useless. They don't work. Yeah. No, they, 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 they work. They just they work. only last for two hours, and then you have to charge them again. Yeah. <laughs> right, that works when you're in a park all day. Yeah. So um, let us know what you think. Um, did you like, uh, what did you think about the attractions that we talked about today? Maybe we'll come back and revisit this in the future and talk about some of the other ones. Are there some that you know about? And we'll we'll like to share share with us. You can do that on any of our social medias, our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter. You can email us um, if you want us to. We can even read it on the the podcast. Yeah, you get some Um, voice messages through Anchor. Yes, just reach out to us. Uh, Again, we're the Matterhorn Yodelers. Uh, But until next time, au revoir.
Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Matterhorn Yodelers. Please remember before your bobsled comes to a complete stop to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember... Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. <laughs>